Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the voluptuous Louis Fox. I'm glad you've noticed I've put on some weight upstairs. <laughs> voluptuous is like, you know, nicely curved, right? I am nicely curved. I'm right? like, I'm like go, driving down a mountain. Is that the nice way of saying that someone, uh, you know, is, uh, you know, a little heavier? Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Glad, glad you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Most people notice when you lose weight, but you notice when I put it on. No, you feel like you've, you've kept a nice round shape for quite some time. <laughs> it's, it's a consistent voluptuosity. <laughs> you are. You're the most consistent voluptuous person I know. <laughs> it takes a lot of work to maintain this level. You got of... many round things on you. <laughs> I don't know. How's it been going, man? Everything good? Been doing well. I'm uh, learning to cast uh, stuff and with making silicone molds. Oh, that's kind of cool. What have you done? What's the first thing that you've made? Well, I'm trying to make shells for the shell game where you hustle people. Uh-huh. So I made a giant one and uh, some small ones. Okay. Pretty exciting. Uh, my house stinks, though, now. Have you hustled anybody with the ones that you've made? No, I haven't yet. Is your wife and kid completely like sort of impervious to your con man status. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, he's just up to one of his uh, (laughs) hustles. Don't worry about him. (laughs) Any idea you have, they're like, what, what, what am I missing in this equation? Yeah. (laughs) Something's going down and it's not good. Uh, Yeah. So I learned, learned to do that. It's kind of cool. That's cool. That's nice. What have you been up to? I just got back from doing a cruise and then spent a couple days in Austin for a college show. Yeah, man. I realized that I don't know. I, never noticed this before but i feel like we're living in a society where people just stop giving a shit about what they say on the phone in public oh oh yeah because you're still in your own little world yeah like i was you know working on my laptop in fort lauderdale airport and this guy is just sitting across from me and he's on his phone and not quiet in any way like because there was other people making eye contact with me like what the fuck is this guy doing but his conversation was like i can't believe you fucked that dude when i was out here in (laughs) in your car i don't want you to pick me up in that car because it reminds me of the time that you screwed that dude but still pick me up yeah he still wanted to get picked up and then he was like what's up with that dude how come he doesn't have his own car you could screw him in why did you screw him in the car i picked out for you (laughs) then they started yelling at each other and then they hung up then they called back and he he was like he kept saying to her shut up shut up shut up he's like there's no way i'm going back to your house your granddad's gonna throw dirt balls at me the whole time I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Do they live in like Macon, Georgia? Yeah. <laughs> I, and I was trying to figure out what flight they're on. There's one to Tennessee. There was one to Georgia. And then there's one to New York. I'm like, that's, you know, that's a roll of the dice on any three of those. Yeah. Well, the dirt clod. Uh. <laughs> and people are looking at me and they're just like rolling their eyes and just like, what the hell? And it's like, why he, is he not aware that he's projecting his voice outwards towards other people? Yeah. That's the, the classic. Like, why do people have to be so loud on the phone? Well, well, and it's just like, especially something that is that sort of contentious and sort of, you know, argumentative. Yeah. It's just like, come on, like maybe go somewhere else and find a charger. <laughs> and he's probably the same guy that's like, I don't use the internet because of privacy reasons. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. He looked like a dirt bag. But then the same, same small time frame. I'm on the airplane and I'm on the aisle seat 
and I go to the bathroom and I come back and there's a woman, the woman who's sitting in the middle seat next to me and the woman in the other aisle seat across from me started a conversation and which is cool because, you know, I figured they'd stop when I sat back down. Definitely not. They definitely (laughs) carried on for a good 15 to 20 minutes. But the problem is, is not only that, but they were talking about some really heavy shit, like about this woman getting breast cancer, how many times she's been to chemotherapy and how many people are in her life that she's lost. And I'm just like, I'm sitting here like just trying to watch a movie, (laughs) but clearly this is like this. I was was like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I was frozen. Yeah. With this, uh, deep conversation ping pong happening yeah, over you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, net. come on, guys, come on. Yeah. This is not an airplane conversation. This is like a taxi cab conversation. Yeah, you should be like, they should be texting each other. Yeah, this is... Be like, here's some numbers. You guys FaceTime each other. I'm going to watch uh, Rampage with The Rock. That's a other mass transit. That's bus conversation. Yeah, I feel like that's... No, I'm even, I think on the bus, I'm going to feel a little intense. <laughs> so my daughter Ella is riding, we have a light rail system. Yeah. So she's riding that. I guess some lady starts spitting on another lady. Oh, wow. Like, like random lady like a fight but it was just like a lady got on and then this lady starts spitting on her and ah. then starts pulling her hair and punching her jeez and Ellen, I love how you're not you are you're failing to define that it's a fight I'm like is it a fight you're like I don't know there was hair there was punching there, there was, was punching and hair pulling <laughs> but I think it was a one person was hitting the other ah, an assault it was an saying. assault yeah. yes it wasn't a fight and so I had to give her fatherly advice as to what to do next time this happens and what did you do uh, what did you say I said you want to pee your pants yeah what you do is you punch the alpha in the nose <laughs> it's all about the don't alpha. ever lose eye contact <laughs> and then you pee your pants and you pee your pants and then Pee on the pole that's next to you and around you so they won't cross over the pee threshold. And then you sit in your your bench seat and you manspread. What you do is you just throw up all over yourself. Then they think you're just a weirdo. First move, you crap your pants. Yeah. Then they, you know, they feel bad for you. Yeah. Is that how you got through middle school? Yeah. <laughs> Pooping my pants. In elementary school, I was playing football one time uh, in the field and I fell down. I got tackled or something. I fell into dog poop. Uh-huh. And so I go to the office and I'm like, hey. I got poop on my pants. And Lady's like, it's okay. It happens to everyone. I'm like, no. Yeah. I was playing football. And she's like, it happens to everyone. You don't need to be embarrassed. I'm like, I'm not embarrassed. (laughs) Someone didn't scoop their dog's poop. (laughs) Like, touch your nose if your wife is beating you at home. (laughs) She's like, everyone poops their pants. I'm like, I didn't poop my pants. Actually, I don't think that's true. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in sixth grade. Not everyone does that. And so I had to wear loader pants. It was pretty Ah, sweet. nice. Nice. Yeah. Never played football again. Never did. <laughs> that kid, that's that's why I'm as voluptuous as I am now. <laughs> that's true. Nice. <laughs> With that, you want to get to the yeah, stories? Yeah, let's do it. Now for some weird news. This story comes from usareally.com. That's a news source more reliable than a guard dog with laryngitis. I love how we've been doing this podcast for almost a year now, and we have not come across this site at all. (laughs) I know. But it is exactly the perfect site for what we're doing. (laughs) So this story goes, burglar breaks into house to watch TV 
convinces homeowner to give him a ride. A ride to the jail. No, that's not it. <laughs> a main man. A man. He's my main yeah, man. A, a man from Maine. <laughs> He's my best friend from 1980. My broke, main man. He broke into a home, had a bite to eat, and watched some TV. He later explained to the homeowner that his friend used to live there, so he made himself at home. And the unsuspecting victim believed it. That would be my line. I would be like, oh, yeah, my friend used to own this car. That's why I'm living in it. <laughs> he was such a good friend. I haven't seen him in years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the latter even gave their burglar a ride home as he figured it was the easiest way to get the strange man out of his house. I'm surprised that there was even that. Like the burglars hung out. It's like, no, I belong here. Yeah. Like it didn't go further than that. Yeah, usually when you break into somebody's house, you try and get out of there before they come home. Yeah. He was just hanging out. He's like, I can't wait for some, I can't wait for some company. Yeah. Watching TV by myself? No fun. Derek Tarbox, 35, broke into a Waterboro home Sunday afternoon, took a shower, got dressed in the homeowner's clothes, and was watching television when the homeowner arrived, the New York County Sheriff's Office said. I like, I can imagine the, the detective deposing the guy. He's like, so what do you do when you visit your friend's house? I eat their food, take a bath, wear their skin. I mean, clothes. (laughs) (laughs) The homeowner, Michael Prayden, returned home with his nine-year-old daughter that day and saw Tarbox sitting on the couch watching TV and snuggling their dog. The, I think that's code for spooning the dog. What, what sort of, what the dog is, it's dropping its guard dog duties. It's He's like, just hanging out. It's like, what's the deal? You're supposed to protect the home. I wonder if the dog's like, my owner's an a-hole, so he doesn't take this me on walks. This guy's way cooler. This guy was throwing a tennis ball with me. You don't do that. Yeah. So, yeah, it is weird that he is just like making himself at home, even with the dog, right? Yeah. Even though Prayden was shocked, he listened to Tarbox's story about why he was there and found it very convincing. The suspect allegedly said his friend used to live there and he thought it would be okay to make himself at home. In addition, the trespasser additionally helped himself to the homeowner's meals and took a bath based on News Center, Maine. Wait, so did he, yeah, did he take a shower and take a bath? So that's the sign of a true sociopath. <laughs> yeah, can't do them both. You can't, just one or the other. I think by the time you're 13, you're either a bath guy or a shower guy. Yeah, I think, like, he's like, oh, I thought this was my friend's house. I thought, I hadn't seen him in nine years. Apparently he has a kid. <laughs> it's a dog. He got married, yeah. he's got a dog. <laughs> But you are right. Like, I don't ever, like, go to your house and be like, oh, let me rock your pants and hoodie. Yeah, no. Yeah. One time. Yeah. (laughs) That was just underwear, though. That was just underwear. No one sees that. (laughs) Pardon even gave Tarbox a ride to a house in Hollis that the suspect said was his home but actually belonged to Tarbox's relatives. He took him to another house that he was going to rob. (laughs) I swear my relatives used to live here. Yeah. I'm just going to go in here, take a dump, and use their (laughs) Wi-Fi. So basically it's a Starbucks. (laughs) The resident resident thought the scenario was unusual but plausible, so he agreed to drive the man to a house in Hollis. I would like to sell this guy's stuff. Yeah. York County Sheriff Bill King told the Portland Press-Herald he said he wanted to get the man out of the house, so he agreed to drive him home. Yeah, this guy's got to be the easiest one. Like to, yeah, like the car salesman or whatever, just having an easy yeah, time. Dro- yeah, right? He drops him off. He's like, next time you come over, remember to wash the dishes and fix the cabinet. <laughs> fix the back door you kicked in. Break in any time, <laughs> as long as you fold the laundry. <laughs> As long as you take the dog for a walk, we are solid. (laughs) Clean up the dog poo outside. (laughs) 
When Prayden got back home, he noticed his bedroom had been ransacked. The back door, he was looking for a gun. He was like, I'm not, none of your clothes match. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's co- he's like a co-conspirator. He's the getaway driver for his own burglary. <laughs> Uh, he, the, so the bedroom was ransacked. The back door had been forced open and some medication was missing. According to the banger daily news, he quickly called authorities. I totally, if I was the insurance company, just based on the fact he was the getaway driver, I would deny the claim. Yeah. Right. Be like you were part of this. Like the dude who hired his own assault. Yeah. Yeah. He just hired. He took all these meds. I need more of these meds. Yeah. This is highly unusual the way this unfolded and for the individual to have enough wits to try and almost befriend the victim. The homeowner in this case and use a story in order to manipulate them, said Major Paul Mitchell with New York County Sheriff's Office. I know it's like that Stockholm syndrome really quick. Yeah, right. Tarbox was arrested the same day on multiple charges, including burglary, unauthorized use of property, leaving the scene of a property damage accident. I don't think it was an accident. Failure to report an accident by quickest means and theft by unauthorized taking. He is held on $8,000 bail. Is there any other sort of theft? <laughs> Isn't that all theft is based on unauthorized taking? You're charged with theft and taking stuff. <laughs> yeah, theft by taking stuff versus theft by not taking stuff. That's how you know our like our legal system so bloated. It's like he died and his life ended. Yeah, <laughs> you are caused. You're charged with homicide by committing death to another person. Isn't that the definition? Um, so when deputies and Maine State Police Troopers found Tarbucks, he was reportedly still wearing Prayden's clothes. Deputies soon learned from Maine State Police that before walking to the caller's home, Tarbucks had allegedly stolen a vehicle in Portland and then ran out of gas in Hollis. <laughs> I like this guy. He later stole another vehicle and, and drove it until he crashed it in the woods. This guy is not a good steward of other people's property. No, not at all. Well, the dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, maybe he left the bathroom cleaner than where he, when he found it. <laughs> he, he put the new TP on the roll. <laughs> what he did inside the house is unusual, to say the least. It's not often you get somebody to shower and change into the homeowner's clothes and then ask for a ride on top of that, Mitchell said. Tarbox's lawyer says the man was just released from Spring Harbor Hospital, a psychiatric facility, and needs professional help, a.k.a. driving school. Yes. <laughs> Right. I would love that he didn't take anything except their TV remote. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> like like one battery out of the TV remote. <laughs> and then like once a week, the channels just change and he's just outside, like changing the channels. Staring at him through the window. So this is interesting because this happened to my this story happened to friends of mine in Eugene and they were just having dinner uh-huh. and a guy just walked into their house and sat down at their table. And they didn't really know what to do. Obviously, the guy had some mental issues. And so, you know, they just sort of engaged him in conversation. And then one of them, you know, snuck out and called the police. And then so when the police showed up, they said he hadn't done anything wrong. But if they wanted to place him on citizen's arrest, they could do that. Yeah, because I guess if the door, if no one told him to leave. Yeah, exactly. And so they had to put him on citizen's arrest, which was hard for them to do, apparently, because he seemed like, you know, he had some mental issues. Yeah. But they did because, I mean, you can't be having people just walk in your house. You got got to set a zero tolerance to strangers (laughs) walking in your house. Especially at dinner time, right? Well, so where I live, right in front of my place is a bus stop. And so I have a zero policy rule for anyone at the bus stop where I just don't acknowledge. Uh I don't engage in conversation if you try and engage me because it all go. I learned this quickly when we moved in. 
It's what time is it? Can I use your bathroom? Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm not letting some rando in my... So I just ignore it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I used to live in a house that had a bus stop in front and we had a porch with a couch on it and people would just sit on the couch. I'd walk outside and there's like five people sitting <laughs> under our porch. Yeah. There's a board meeting going yeah. on. <laughs> it's the neighborhood watch board meeting. <laughs> You're like, get off my couch. Yeah. And people would knock. They would ask when the bus would come. They yep. would ask all sorts of questions. I'm like, it's six in the morning. Why would I? Why are you knocking on my door? With the bu- Clearly, if you're waiting for the bus, you either just missed it or it hasn't been here yet. Yeah. And there's another one coming. Look at the schedule. Yeah. So it sucks that this guy obviously has some mental problems. And I'm glad he wasn't violent. And, and it all resolved itself. Well, yeah. at the guy's house. <laughs> Fairly unviolently. Yeah, I, you know, he, I mean, essentially took an Uber home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he gave the homeowner three stars. <laughs> You're like, you only had low-fat milk. <laughs> All right, well, I hope he gets some help, and I hope... And today, I bought the ring doorbell to prevent this from happening myself. Yes, well, it doesn't prevent it. It just lets you know before. Yeah, <laughs> lets you know that there's someone in the house when you go home. <laughs> so you're not shocked. <laughs> All I'm- right. And now, it's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. The current 50-star U.S. flag was designed by a 17-year-old Robert Heft for a school project. He received a B-. Story Part 2. This story comes from NBCNewYork.com. That's a news source more reliable than a bus schedule during rush hour. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Are the bus schedules not reliable when there's a lot of traffic because the bus can't get to the bus? The bus can, yeah. Gotcha. In downtown. Anyway, so this goes, this is a pretty cool story. I like this. It says, uh, mysterious floating package sparks bomb scare turns out to be NASA experiment. I had to get almost all the way through this before I realized it was floating in the air and not in the water. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> a mysterious package attached to a bright red parachute set off a bomb scare on Tuesday. The parachute, yeah, that's that symbolizes, that's first sentence. That's I thought it landed and was floating in the water still. But the white styrofoam box turned out to be a NASA experiment. You know what I think it was? A bunch of NASA, because they don't really tell us what the, ex- well, they do, but I think it's BS. I think a bunch of dudes at NASA were drinking. They're like, you know what we need to do? Solar hot dog contest. <laughs> One guy's like, I'm going to put mine close to the sun and cook it. Well, what's scary to me is that they've cut funding so much to NASA that they have now using supplies from a clearance rack at Walmart. <laughs> Using styrofoam coolers to conduct their experiments. And that's exactly what it is. <laughs> a group of solar panel employees spotted the box when it floated to the ground at a solar panel field affiliated with the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection off of New Road in South Brunswick around noon. You would think the environmental protection guys would have shot it out of the air. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah, they're the worst protection group ever. I think that the major piece of news in this whole article is that New Jersey has solar panels. <laughs> They've invested money in, <laughs> in renewable energy. I'm with you there. When the employees approached the package, they discovered a handwritten message attached to the outside of it. It said, NASA Atmospheric Research Instrument 
not a bomb. If found, please call and then redacted number. If this lands near the president, we at NASA wish him a great round of golf. The beauty of this is that note wasn't on NASA letterhead. It was written on Sharpie on the st- on a piece of paper rubber banded to the styrofoam. <laughs> right. That's the, it looks exactly like my high school diploma. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> written in Sharpie nice. on a cooler. It's like, you know, the person who wrote it knows everything about the time-space continuum but doesn't know how to write in cursive. <laughs> <I can, laughs> I would have wrote, if this lands near the president, we wish it was a bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Not reassured by the message or the noise the package was making, employees reported the box to police. We just had a package. I'm not making this up. Parachute onto my site, a caller is heard saying in a recording. It's a white styrofoam package. It's making a weird noise. I still like that NASA's essential, like, tracking technology is the same as, like, a 13th century message in a bottle. (laughs) Just let the current go, and some good Samaritan will return it from an environmental site. <laughs> yeah, right? Police dispatch officers and a bomb squad to the area evacuated the site and set up a perimeter, a South Brunswick detective said. Secret Service also investigated the package, according to the detective. Do you ever hear that story? So this is on a side note, but there was a story um, a few years ago where these two uh, high school students, they got a weather balloon, they got a, like a styrofoam cooler, mm-hmm. put like those sort of... Um, warming you know those hand warmers oh yeah and so they wrapped a camera in hand warmers and they uh sort of hooked the camera up so it was sort of coming out of the cooler so and they scheduled it to take pictures every 30 seconds Mm -hmm. and then they let the weather balloon and they had a gps in the cooler go up in the atmosphere and take pictures and they took these beautiful pictures of you know the the shape of the earth and sort of like this the the sort of brim of the atmosphere and then it fell down and landed in texas and then they found it yeah and then they released the pictures but they got in all sorts of trouble because well it's a thing now that people do this in nevada now um after that felix bomb gardener guy did that dive out of the out of the little <laughs> shuttle thingy yeah that was yeah. on a balloon yeah that in somewhere in nevada people do this now is they said it's like called like space edging or something where High school kids put the camera on the balloon and send it out. Oh, that's, I would love to do that. Um, they soon learned the You can box. do that, but you I live near the airport. I, I know. <laughs> I, when I go to Nevada, I'm going to do that. Uh, they soon learned the box filled with wires really was part of a NASA experiment. The box contained a weather balloon instrument that measures ozone, NASA said in a statement provided to News 4 New York. The parachute launched from a Rutgers University-owned site as part of a Long Island Sound tropospheric ozone study. Wow. That's a, that's a lot. <laughs> in this instance, a summer student employee not affiliated with Rutgers added extra text in a misguided attempt to be lighthearted, NASA said. I'm just I'm still blown away that they don't have, like, a NASA-branded cooler. Yeah, the student who appended the note was removed from the project and we are taking steps to standardize the labeling on these specific instruments so they're yeah you, know, you would think the nasa would think these things out yeah beforehand we can send a shuttle to the moon but we don't have stationary that we can <laughs> who uses the letterhead anymore <laughs> <laughs> if i was a bomb maker i would write this is not a bomb do not dismantle it definitely not a bomb <laughs> that's that's the first thing you do if yeah, you, right? you have a bomb <laughs> I would if I was a bomb maker, I'd get NASA letterhead though. <laughs> yeah, like the, would the letterhead make a difference? <laughs> yeah, they'd be ah, that's cool. It's cool. NASA <laughs> made this bomb. <Yeah. laughs> 
A total of six weather balloons were launched on Sunday, police said. So far, two of the balloons have been recovered, including the one found Tuesday and another one found in Readington Township near President Donald Trump's Bedminster Golf Club. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe that was like a bet. They're like, how close can we get to these weather balloons to land to Donald Trump? It's like they have like rings, like you bet on a... (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Police say anyone who finds one of the remaining four balloons has nothing to worry about. Unless they got the lone bomb one. Yeah, they put one bomb one in there. (laughs) NASA roulette. (laughs) I don't know. So if you found one of these, would you call or would you keep it? I'd keep it. Yeah. Yeah. I would first put it in like a Faraday bag so that NASA couldn't get any GPS and then keep it under my couch. Yeah, I don't know what I would do, especially if something landed and it was ticking. You know, I don't know if I would sort of mess with it. And it said not a bomb. Yeah, definitely not a bomb. (laughs) I don't know what I would do. What would you do? Probably back the car over it. Just, you know, smash it. No, I would. I would. So it explodes. So let's put fuel over this bomb. <laughs> let's put pressure and fuel. Two things that's that smart. definitely that's don't make smart. a bomb worse. <laughs> I think in a cooler like that, if it didn't say not a bomb, I would probably investigate. But the not a bomb would give me caution. Yeah. I mean, I'm fresh, like, watching that Unabomber documentary. So I'm like, I don't mess around with packages. I don't know where they're coming from. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I probably would. I'd probably call. But I would want it. That's the thing. I'd yeah. be torn. I'd, I'd just hire someone on Craigslist. Be like, hey, you got a job to unpack this stuff. <laughs> I, just, I need you to unpack this cooler in the, in the woods over here. <laughs> Away from my house. 30 bucks. <laughs> 30 bucks to do it. 50 bucks if you survive. <laughs> 30 bucks if you survive, 50 if you die. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, they don't have plans to charge the NASA employee or the intern with a crime for releasing the balloons. That's good. Why would they? I, because then they have to charge all six people who released the balloons. Yeah, and and it's a NASA experiment that I'm going to assume was endorsed by our government. Yeah, Right? How do, do you see yourself? Do we just have rogue NASA employees just conducting these experiments? Yeah. How much of our tax dollars went into this styrofoam cooler and handwritten note? Yeah. Well, it's funny. Uh, so I went uh, to a federal building this morning, and the guy gave me like the talk through about what's legal and not legal on federal property. Like, like the the government can do all this stuff. Your BS state law doesn't matter. Uh-huh. So if the federal government's sending a balloon up, it's cool. Oh, really? I think so. What was some stuff that he said? Like, he's like, only solid poops in the bathroom. Yes, he's like, yeah, if you use more than four squares, you're out. <laughs> it's your tax dollars. <laughs> we shut the water off of hand-washing stations I, at I tried. seven seconds. At six minutes, I go flip the lights off in the men's room. <laughs> no, it was stuff like, your concealed carry permit is a state permit, uh-huh. so you can't bring a gun, it's a federal fence. Gotcha. Marijuana. I mean, he's looking at me, I'm like... It's 8 in the morning, I'm here. Clearly, I don't have marijuana yeah. on me. <laughs> Weed did not lead me to the federal building at 8 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Weed and guns is <laughs> yeah. not why I'm here. <laughs> All right. So what do we think about this? I like that NASA's doing stuff. I like that someone wrote not a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, we got to learn about the ozone. Well, that's the thing, right? It's like you don't want to put the president and even not, not a bomb, bomb. even bomb yeah. in the same sentence, right? Or paragraph. You know, it's, I mean, that's just, that's why I think NASA's like, okay. Yeah, not a bomb is solid. Know. Well, I like the not a bomb sentiment. Yeah. Because that would give, that would, if I found it and read the not a bomb. Definitely I would be, an explosive device, but not a bomb. I would be torn. You'd be getting texts from me. I'm going to open it. I'm not. I'm going to, it's a bomb. No, it's not. <laughs> Cut the red wire. Cut the red wire. 
on two, on two. It'll be like for 17 hours before I finally hired a hobo. There's to do two it. red wires. <laughs> Which one? The one closest to the blue. Uh, yeah, and, you know, I think it's kind of cool. I, I think that, you know, I like home science experiments like this that can... Uh, home science experiments put out by NASA? Yeah, that's been government funded. <laughs> by one of the, the What sort of budget went into this? Like, all right, we have this gift card that Nana gave us <laughs> for this experiment. <laughs> Whatever you can get with this 737. <laughs> all right, I like it. All right. Alright, that's it for today, folks. Thanks so much for listening. For more information and links to all the stories that we talked about in today's episode, go to our website. That's oddandoffbeat.com. If you're old school, it's the www or the World Wide Web. Yeah, or Google. Odd yeah. and offbeat. That, that I think I do that more than usually I'll just type in into Google what I'm looking for as opposed to actually just typing it into the search bar yeah, well i i use the search bar no i use the address bar as my search bar oh yeah i don't i, I don't think i, do I ever sometimes. click within the web page <laughs> like i have like 40 things i click on before i even search it <laughs> <I know>. so, <laughs> that's, that's pretty dumb you've wasted you've wasted half your day by the time <laughs> i've got a lot to do you know i gotta feel like i'm filling time <laughs> Uh, so also we have a weekly photo meme contest on our social sites, which is uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yep. And actually we posted on the website also. Funniest caption wins a prize. Yeah, we've been sending out some awesome stuff. Uh, we're coming up on a year's worth of episodes here. So we almost have 56 funny photo memes. So we're thinking about maybe... My favorite part about that is there's 52 weeks in a year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we added bonus photo memes that people don't even know about. We got 13 months in our year, yo. If, if, if we convert your age to, to actual years, you're actually 72. What's funny is that I was just talking yesterday. I, got, I was doing a TV spot for a local TV station, and I was essentially talking about dropping out of high school. And then I was saying uh, later to a buddy of mine, I was like, I still feel like there's a stigma around people who (laughs) drop out of high school. I feel like people think that they're stupid. And here I am. 56. We got 56 of them this year. (laughs) My daughter just got uh, straight A's. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did did you pay off teachers like the uh, (laughs) The scandal? uh, The scandal is happening right now. Contributing to her early student debt. I just had to take out a Fannie Mae loan to pay for these bribes. Well, how, does it, high how does it feel that your kid gets straight A's? This is a feeling my parents never had with me. I know. So. My mom, after like seventh grade, I never did that. Either. I failed gym one, one year, <laughs> <laughs> which is also contributing to how voluptuous I am. Well, I got kicked out of my dad's own class. What? Yeah. When I got kicked out of my first uh, high school, I had to go to my dad's high school, which is super small. I didn't show up to one of his classes, <laughs> but obviously he knew I was there that day. <laughs> a bold move <laughs> don't, no don't you remember i was I sick was totally <laughs> sick and i was out playing hacky sack he kicked me out of his class 
And then I had to do Saturday school with my dad on Saturday. And then I got grounded on Sunday. So I got double. Did you have to do Saturday school at the school or at home? No, at the school. They, and my dad taught Saturday school. Oh. And then I got grounded on top of that. So I not only had to go to Saturday school in my dad's class and then wow. grounded. It was brutal. It was brutal. So where can the fine folks catch <laughs> Matt Baker besides Saturday school with his pops? I'm going to be going back to high school and learning how many weeks are in a calendar year. It's like 21 Jump Street. <laughs> yeah. Solve some crimes. I am going to be at the Moisture Festival, which is the largest variety arts festival in North America. Here it was happening in Seattle. I'll be there on March 20th, 21st, and 22nd. And then I will be hopping on the Disney Wonder out of San Diego to Mexico from the 24th to the 29th. What about you? Where can the fine people see the Louis Fox show? March 20th and catch me at the Moisture Festival. Holler. Which is also the largest variety festival. <laughs> uh, we're in the same show, I think 7.30 on yeah. the 20th. Putting down the claims that you and I are the same person because we're never seen in the same place at the same time. I don't think we'll ever be on stage at the same time in that show. Ooh, that's, yeah, that's that's true. Maybe someone thinks this is just the weirdest ventriloquist <laughs> act is our podcast. And then uh, the, the that weekend uh, from the 22nd to the 25th, I'll be performing at the Southern Sideshow Hootenanny in oh, New Orleans. Awesome. That's pretty cool. You went to that last year, I right? went to that last year. Yeah. Had a blast. New Orleans, my favorite city in uh, Louisiana. Is it? Yeah. Has Have you been to other cities in Louisiana? Uh, I've driven... <laughs> I drove to uh, Alabama from there. Oh, okay. So I think I got gas in a couple cities. Yeah, it doesn't really t- count so much. <laughs> True. <laughs> I went to the airport. That's uh, like a nine-hour drive from there. Yeah, yeah. New Orleans is cool. And so um, the Southern... Sideshow Hootenanny is a uh, uh, sideshow art forms. They have show. They have workshops. Yeah, and you can attend that if you're down in the south. And yeah, you, you can go. I think out. the website is southernsideshowhootenanny dot com, and they have shows. They have workshops. They have people talking about stuff. That's pretty cool. So it's, it's it was cool enough for you to go a second year. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a blast. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty cool. Well, the, there was this thing that I missed out on, which I'm pretty upset that I missed out on, which was ch- it's called chicken shit bingo. Ah, uh, yeah. And so it's like there's these you go to a bar and there's these chickens in coops, and then you have a bingo card that correlates with the bingo card that's on the floor of the pen. Yeah. And then you know where the chickens poop, they you win. Call, yeah, you call bingo if you. Yeah, so yeah, so this is cow. Cow pie bingo is there? places, yeah. Have you done that? Uh, I've never done it. I've seen it. All right. A friend of ours, uh, who's a performer, does a bird act. He has trained birds. Uh-huh. He would bet, like the crew would bet, they would make audience bingo uh-huh. as to where the birds, like <laughs> what quadrant, <laughs> what, what person they're gonna poop on. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, because he has like a toucan that flies around yeah, the audience. Yeah, yeah. So That's awesome. So if you've ever done that, if you can, send us your story because I want to hear about how you liked it, how it went. Did you win anything? What did you win? Yep. I want to hear all about it. And you could do that. Did at, you lose your house? Yeah. <laughs> you can send us an email, info at oddandoffbeat.com. And if you have any weird news stories of your own or stories that you come across online, please send them to us. We will uh, go over them. We have a quite a long queue of stories to check out, but if it's really weird, we will pop it to the top. Yep. Or if you slip us a 20. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or you can sign up for our Patreon and just become a member of our Patreon. And that's uh, patreon.com backslash odd and offbeat. And it's you just can... slash. Oh, is it just slash? Yeah. Okay. You would have learned emoji. that you would have learned that if you didn't it's skip just, your dad's Spanish it's class. It's just the emoji of the guy playing guitar with wearing sunglasses <laughs> and a top hat. 
<laughs> Someone has to make that now. <laughs> right? uh, so uh, if you could do that, that'd be great. You can sign up for our Patreon. Send us an email. That'd be great. Thanks so much for listening. Have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Stay weird. Today's show is sponsored by General Malware, the cultural revolution for your computer.